When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. This last, watch this, watch him get through this defense in Denver right here. All right? Like right here, bam, hit it. Now, see this move right there? See this final move to beat the safety? You know who does that move? Shows you the leg and he can just take it away. Dalvin does that. And this guy wears number 32. Something about running backs and the number 32 kind of makes you think maybe they're a little bit special. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football. He <laughs> loves football. Dude, wow, that's amazing. Football! Football, yeah! yeah! Football! Yeah! Football! Yeah! Football! <laughs> By the way, that was uh, for the for the audio audience. That was Ty, a Ty Chandler breakdown. Just a great run against the Broncos by Ty Chandler and Brian Baldinger is just absolutely eating it all up. Does anyone love football? Does anyone love anything more than that guy loves football? Oh, that's a tough one. That's good. Um, he might love film at least when, when it comes to like trying to break things down, like just purely love it more than anyone going right now. Yeah. There's a chance. The, and he sees the same thing some of us see with Ty Chandler. That's the future starting oh, yeah. running back of the Minnesota Vikings. Oh. Maybe not this year because Dalvin Cook is still yeah. one of the best, but yeah. we'll see what happens. By the way, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Mm-hmm. Come on! Yeah. Football! Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Uh, we're going to get into later in the episode some of the fallout from the roster moves the Vikings made yesterday, a couple of the trades they made yesterday. There's still some things that are happening, but let's fire this up, Declan. Write that down every Wednesday. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. That's right. This is the most dangerous and innovative segment in all of sports media. We do it on Mackie and Judd, the classic, sort of more wide open, you can predict anything about anything. This is a more honed football-centric edition of Write That Down, where we put statistics next to our predictions <laughs> so you can see exactly how wrong we are. When are you going to admit that you were wrong, 
Judzel God? Twice every Wednesday, and then when when Don says I goofed up the rest of the week, I also admit I was wrong then. Yeah, so a lot, really. So yeah, I'm admitting I'm too. wrong, probably approximately uh, fifteen times a week. Yeah, last night I love people on Twitter, man. People on Twitter are the best. There's a lot. There's like fifteen to twenty percent of people on Twitter that just don't understand sarcasm or any sort of nuance. And so Nick Gordon hits a grand slam for the Twins last night. And earlier in the year, I had I had made a couple mentions that listen, the Twins are all paralyzed by this roster conundrum. What do we do? We gotta. Who are we gonna send down if we're gonna keep Royce Lewis up here? And I'm like, don't overthink it. You got a mediocre, underachieving former top draft pick that's out of options. Just keep Royce Lewis and say goodbye to Nick Gordon. You know. And then Nick Gordon caught fire over the next two or three months. Hits a grand slam last night, and I tweeted, I for one never lost faith in Nick Gordon. Right. <laughs> One of the first responses, someone grabs a screenshot of my uh, my Gordon tweet. You mean you forgot about this? It's like, yeah. No, that's correct. That's what I'm referencing. Oh, God. Yes. You mean this, this tweet? This is the one you forgot about that you were wrong? It's like, no, yeah, I, 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 I'm aware. Thanks. I have to admit, <laughs> I might be one, or I, I, I am one of the few, the toxicity of Twitter I really enjoy it these days. It is fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's I like, I like it. It's fun. I like, do we really think that, that people aren't toxic? Of course they are. Well, There's a lot just, of toxic they're just showing. They're just showing the world who they are now. Exactly. I lo- anonymous. I don't like the anonymous accounts. Like at least if you're going to be a toxic a-hole, be yourself on Twitter and on social media, you know, let's I see got who ripped, you are. I got ripped by a guy l- last night. So Phil, you, you said, um, I think it was in the morning yesterday that, you know, Judd was right about Mond and you all just j- joking that you all owe Judd an apology. I said, apologize to Judd, you cowards. Yeah. And some guys like oh, he's yeah, he was right about a backup quarterback. Let's slow down. He's wrong. There, there's hours of tape of him being wrong. And so I clicked on the guy's account. Zero followers, which leads me to believe it was a burner account from someone. Which so, and the account was probably curiosity. probably launched in like April of 2022. You know, just some some guy, probably some guy that you have blocked, and now he's uh, now he's creating more accounts to troll you. I liked it. Anyhow, uh, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die around here. Um, so let's get into these predictions and accountability uh, sesh first here. Uh, here's how it works, by the way. Three Vikings or football-related predictions every single week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages. Well, uh, sorry, completion percentages on this show, batting averages on the other show, and then touchdowns for predictions that go kind of above and beyond. Listeners, if you want to participate, uh, like our guy Jordan is about to, then you can send us a message through the Score North app. All right. Uh, what came off the board? Well, a lot. Oh, boy. Oh, this is kind of a kind of a comeuppance for Judd here. Oh boy, Judd. We'll just go through the bad ones first. You said Kellen Mond will make the fifty-three man roster no. as the third quarterback on the depth chart. And then at one point, like a year and a half ago, you said Kellen Mond will be the starting quarterback for the Vikings in week one of two thousand twenty-two. You said Sam Darnold will be traded by the Panthers before the regular season begins. I mean, I guess that could still happen, could but he's, happen. he's on the injured yeah. list now. So <laughs> Baker Mayfield will not be the starting quarterback when the 2022 season begins. or won't be a starting quarterback. A starting. Well, he is. Wyatt Davis will be the Vikings' starting right guard in Week 1. Mannion will be the primary backup to Cousins in Week 1. 
you did salvage some of it by saying, uh, we missed this one a few weeks ago, that Debo Samuel will be with the 49ers when training camp opens, and he was. So there you go. That's a pretty rough week there, Judd. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I'm trying to get out of the picture. Okay. Well, hold on a second. The bosses are, are calling. Do oh. I get a raise? Oh, no, I've been fired. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there it is. That's It became too dangerous. <laughs> well, I joined you here. I'm, oh, uh, my God. This is terrible. I'm in the same bin here. I said, this, uh, this was not a very big ask, but the, the fact that Kellen Mond couldn't find <laughs> Emir Smith-Marset for a touchdown. Nice pass on Saturday. I'm, I, I thought this happened. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't happen. I don't no, think it did, dude. Found wow. Albert Wilson twice against the Raiders. He oh, okay. he found him for a really nice pass on Saturday. Yeah, but it was um, a sideline. It was on the sideline, went out of bounds. Mm. Yeah, no mond to Marset touchdowns. I said no why this no another. This is another very very small ask here. Wyatt Davis will at some point in off season workouts at any point between May and September work out with the second team. The second team, not the first team. The second team. He didn't. He didn't. Somehow. This is a disaster. Another small ask here. Can someone other than Garrett Bradbury, one of the worst centers in the NFL, take at least one snap at center with the first team offense in a practice or preseason game? We're not counting the first team in these preseason games where the real first team sat. That doesn't doesn't count. So uh, I said Case Cookus will find his way on a training camp roster, but then he he screwed up his leg or something in a USFL game. I said in preseason, Ty Chandler go for at least 200 yards from scrimmage. Well, he was averaging like seven and a half yards per touch. They just didn't use him very much. Uh, I did salvage a little bit by saying Kyle Sloter's road will will come to an end. He will not sign with another NFL team during 2022 training camp. And sure, once he got cut, that was a wrap. All right, listeners, AJ, producer AJ said Ty Chandler will score three touchdowns in the preseason. Didn't quite get to three. Ah. Andy said Wyatt Davis will start the season at right guard, but will be benched by week six. Well, you were on to the, the second part. You were more closer. Right there. Uh, Declan, pretty in the end, a pretty damn good week here. A lot of stuff coming off the board here, but you still start with the bad. Nick Mullins will get at least 10 snaps at quarterback for the Vikings against the Broncos. He didn't play. Uh, Booth will get an interception in the preseason. I don't think that happened. Uh, Jalen Naylor, two preseason touchdowns. Raiders will sign Kaepernick by week one. I mean, at this point, That'd they would good. just wait till after week one. Uh, and then the Niners will release Jimmy G. They will not trade him. Well, you were right about not trading him. but I guess, I mean, do you want to keep this one on the board all season in case they just release him? Uh, no, it's fine. You can take it off. I think the spirit of it was yeah, sort of it's, like it's w- when they make the decision and the decision was contract. So, and, but you had some good stuff. You said Zach Davidson will have more receptions in preseason games than Johnny Munt. Mond will lead the Vikings in passing attempts in the preseason. He did. This is a touchdown here. This is a yeah, long right. shot to make the roster, and Luigi Villain did make the 53-man roster. Nice. nice. And then you said Mike Zimmer will not hold the title of defensive coordinator on any team in 2022 by week one. So we're kind of there, and... Uh, don't see that happening in the next week and a half. So, 33rd team. That's who he's a uh, yep. defensive coordinator for. Media. So with that, Declan widens his completion percentage lead just under 37%, and he widens his touchdown lead at nine touchdowns. I'm at 
33%, five touchdowns. Judd's at 28.5%, two touchdowns. Listener's at 27-ish percent and four touchdowns. Are you okay? No, I should have jumped you. I had a perfect chance to jump you, and I completely bleeped it up. If you make predictions that come off the board in a shorter amount of time, and you're not pushing no. things out for so long, you don't got to worry about things getting burned, i.e. this accountability session. What is this should have, could have stuff? You made, you made a bunch of I've won titles before, okay? I've won titles before. I know how to win titles. I just have to go watch the film, easily correct things, and come back, and I need to get into second place. Okay, all right, Bill Parcells. Okay. Back in the 80s when I used to be irrelevant. Just because you won a title a couple years ago. Super okay. Bowls, okay? Bill Parcells won Super Bowls. He's Bill Belichick's mentor. Put some respect on Bill Parcells' name. Plus, the Wilfs okay. love him. Let's get Jordan in here. He's our guest listener predictor here on Purple Daily today. Jordan, what's going on, man? Repping the Stefan Diggs jersey. When did you first become a Vikings fan? Oh, probably back in the early 2000s. I don't remember what year it was, but my family's been a fan growing up, so I just joined on the bandwagon i guess so what's the what's in in your time like 20 years being a vikings fan what's the most upset they've made you oh when blair walsh missed the kick against the seahawks in the <laughs> game we'll i was it. at the game and we all oh. thought it was, getting, it was the quietest i've ever heard the stadium it was crazy where were you sitting um, I was sitting in one of the end zones the opposite of where the kick went oh so you you saw it you saw it then for <laughs> sure how oh, cold were, were you that day? Because that was a miserable day. It actually wasn't too bad. There was really? a bunch okay. of people crammed together, so that's the body <laughs> warmth. <laughs> Good. So here's how this is going to work. We're going to start with Jordan, over to Judd, Declan, and then back to me. Three trips around the room. Uh, football or Vikings or show-related predictions here. So, Jordan, you're under center, man. All right, my first prediction like is that down. Adam Thielen will lead the team in touchdowns this season. All right. right. And receiving touchdowns. Receiving receiving touchdowns. Okay, receiving touchdowns. Yep. Red zone target? He's he's a great red zone target. I think the question is going to be health for him. And then maybe even just because you look at the Rams' distribution of opportunity and they decided Cooper Cup is the best receiver on our team and he is literally going to get targeted Mm -hmm. no fewer than 10 to 11 times a game. And then so if they have limited targets for the rest of the receivers, does K.J. Osborne take a step up? But red zone, Thielen should still be the... Probably the number one safety blanket, just with how good he is. We'll see. Uh, all right, Judd, your first prediction. Write this all down. All right, I'm going to start off with a uh, golfer football prediction for tomorrow night. So, Declan, yes, it's going to come off the board right proud away. Proud of you. Aren't we, aren't we all excited? Very proud of you. Aren't we all excited? All right, making his comeback after tearing up his knee in the opener against the Buckeyes last year at Mo. Mo Ibrahim will rush for more than 100 yards and at least a touchdown against New Mexico State. Okay. So he will exceed 100 yards against Jerry Kill's pathetic defense and at, and score at least one touchdown. Old Jera. Old Jera. All right. Write this down. Dex. All right, my first prediction. Uh, write it down. We kind of talked about the Vikings maybe making another move between now and the start of the season with some cap space and roster flexibility. Uh, so write this down. The Vikings will have a week one starter who is currently not on the 53-man roster. So this prediction, as of 11 a.m. on August 31st, mm-hmm. the Vikings are going to have a week one starter who is currently not on the 53-man roster. This Is is this probably a touchdown? Because the, re- the center would be the, center, the real option here, tackle right? Also, like, just in general, unfortunately, I'm not trying to speak this into the universe, but injuries could happen in between now and training camp and a weird, fluky practice situation. Mm-hmm. So 
the Vikings will have a week one starter who is currently not on the 53-man roster. Okay. So I guess if they, let's say they wound up signing Ndamukong Su, would he technically not start? Because they would, because Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips. Right, and this would be incorrect if that's the case. Or I guess maybe, no, I guess, no, I guess you're He's right. He's starting Sue, to watch Sue, Yeah, Sue would start. But I don't think that, that they'll sign him till week two, so. Yeah, okay. All right, write this down. Write this down. I'm going to give you a go for football prediction here, too. There's a lot of drama here. Jerry Kill. What's that? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. There we go. Give me give my, my background track here. Uh, Jerry Kill. I don't want to make the game about me. It's about the players. Uh, it's not about me, even though I'm going to do a media tour in which I tell Randy Shaver that I may not shake hands with P.J. Fleck after the game, but, you know, it's not about me. It's about the players, and I don't want to make it about me coming back. It's like, well, you just did. But here's what's going to happen at the end of the game. Write this down. I don't know if there's going to be some chippiness or what, but P.J. Fleck and Jerry Kill will press flesh with their hands. They will touch hands in some way at the end of this game. It might be a mm. blow-by. Mm. It might be a, a firm, like, Jerry might pull PJ in and try to, like, squeeze the life out of his hand. But they will, maybe it's just literally, like, a quick, like, boom, and we have to review the tape. But they will touch hands after this game is completed. Write it down. I, I wonder if, so, the question I've got about that is, is uh, is PJ going to run up the score, which he easily could on Jerry, which I might hope cause so. Jerry to bolt? I hope so. I mean, I'm, like, I would be fine with that. Like, if he runs up 55 points, 60 points, okay, mm-hmm. then I think Jerry might bolt from the sideline. But if he doesn't run up the score, I think they press flush. Okay. I'm also on the record saying that I think that I think Jerry I, covers the 37 and a half or whatever I locked I'd love in to at. see a fight. I'd love to see a coach fight. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if they just went 50 yards? Who do you think wins line? that fight? Because, I mean, like, PJ. obviously there's a huge age difference, but I think, I feel like Jerry Kill legitimately wants to inflict pain on PJ Fleck. I don't think Fleck has any sort of ill will feelings. To, I mean, Fleck Fleck has said that Jerry Kill was like a mentor to him and stuff. I, yeah, it's, it's a very it's very odd. The whole thing's odd. The whole Jerry Kill thing is very weird to me. I don't want to make it about Write me, but here's a few things about me. Uh, all right, Jordan, your second prediction. All right, for my second prediction, um, I think Cameron Dancer will be the highest rated cornerback for uh, PFF in Week One against the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Like where you're going there, beating up Pat P, huh? As he did last no. season, yeah, just raising up <laughs> So, George, is that is that just down. in the Vikings game or for all of, the, of Week One? He'll be the highest just rated the first corner. game. Oh, just of the Vikings corners. Vikings corners. Just no, the fir- I was, in yeah, just the first yeah. game. No, I got right. that. I got that. Just I was just more game. asking about the game. Okay, got it. All right. Write this down, Judd. All right. My next prediction involves um, the the aforementioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy will start no fewer than two games for the Niners this season. Trey Lance uh-huh. will get hurt. Trey Lance will get benched. You don't do what the 49ers did unless you have seen what I saw in those joint practices was the hitch from the kid from Marshall. The hitch in his throwing motion. Some red flags. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, this whole thing makes zero sense. What, what was that? You're okay. You're okay. I don't okay. want to watch. You're fine. It's Gremlins. I think I, let's I think meet it's, Jordan uh, it's, it's here. It's right. it's, yeah, it's all good. There we go. Okay. okay. So so this this whole thing to me, like like it's a clear in- indication that they saw enough of Trey Lance and they know that if Trey Lance is bad, they get fired probably. 
Garoppolo is a big time insurance policy, and I don't think you take out that insurance policy unless he ends up playing. So, uh, Dex, no fewer than two games Got that it. he will start. It is kind of funny how Write they it down. You like writing things down. Put themselves in this situation. All right, back to to Declan here. All right, uh, write it down. Someone other than Garrett Bradbury will start consecutive games at center for the Vikings in 2022. Mm-hmm. So someone not named Garrett Bradbury could be Austin Schlotman, could be someone not on the roster, but they will start consecutive games at center for the Vikings in 2022 during the regular season. I'm gonna put it in the I'll make it a regular season. Schlotz, 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 Schlotz. Could be. I like write it. it down. You like bring back Mason down? Storm. Mason Cole. I did Mason, Mason Storm. I, 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 I know, but it's more, it's more fun to call him Mason Storm. For, for the six people that are Vikings fans and watched a well, you know what? Steven Seagal movie. I'm right. here to amuse myself sometimes, <laughs> damn it. I just had a terrible week, okay? I'm trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> All right, write this down. Christian Derrishaw will, according to Pro Football Focus, allow two or fewer pressures in the first game of the season. He's going to get off to a good start. Two or fewer pressures allowed by Christian Derrissaw against the Green Bay Packers, as tallied by Pro Football Focus. Write it nice. down. You like writing things down. I think the Vikings found a franchise left tackle, and he's going to get off. He's going to pick up where he left off at the end of last season. All right, uh, Jordan, your third and final prediction, sir. All right, for my third and final prediction, I think the Vikings will go 5-1 and one in the division this season. All right, exactly 5-1. and one. Oh, man, we're having like weird audio... I think we probably have to say it. Let's give you 10 seconds quick to thank anyone in your life that brought you to this point here, Jordan. <laughs> so I thank my parents, I guess, for my dad and my grandparents, especially for giving me to be a Vikings, Twins, Minnesota sports fan and taking me to a bunch of games when I was younger. So, awesome, thanks. man. Great predictions, Jordan. Good luck with them and uh, enjoy the season. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks. All right, thanks, good Jordan. Stuff, dude. Yeah. Look at that. So a little audio crackling there. We apologize if we route. just blew your your eardrums out. Audible, I liked it. <laughs> Hot route. All right, Judd, uh, let's get to your third and final prediction here, presented by our friends at Finch Home Solutions. That's right. You know what? There are there are a lot of things. This is no surprise that Judd can't do. There's a lot of things Judd can't do. Home improvement is one. And I'm going to tell you one, one thing that I would never fool around with electronical problems electronical problems look you might say you might say to yourself you know what i'm not real good at this but i can try and build something right right i mean there's lots of chances that you could take but with your home the one thing that you don't want to take a chance on is electronical issues and that's where my friend cody and finch home solutions come in they can take care of everything faulty outlets no problem flickering lights installing or repairing electrical panels all above my pay grade and yours but guess what not above Finch's and Finch right now is offering a free home safety inspection to all Purple Daily fans. That's right. Free home safety inspection to all fans of the Purple and, of course, of this show. Visit FinchHomeSolutions.com or call them 612-357-2604. FinchHomeSolutions.com. And once again, a free home safety inspection. So if something's bugging you and you're thinking to yourself, it doesn't seem right, don't try it. And fix it yourself. Get that free home safety inspection. FinchHomeSolutions.com is where you start. Give you more time to play fantasy sports on, uh, on Underdog. Oh, yeah. You're not doing electrical stuff over here. You got some time to maybe have some fun on Underdog. Oh. I see some uh, over-under starting to be set for uh, for players in week one, potentially. I see yes. other uh, uh, average draft positions. Dalvin Cook's up there as one of the top running backs you could draft with Underdog Fantasy. They have season-long mm. 
uh, uh, fantasy leagues. They have daily fantasy leagues, week or weekly fantasy leagues, I should say. We're going to be starting that up with uh, Judd and myself and the Purple Daily audience. So if you haven't joined Underdog Fantasy, you can join right now. Join Underdog Fantasy on the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code SCORE. It's S-K-O-R. and They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So some free cash for you right there to make some more bets with us. Uh, download the Underdog Fantasy app and get, uh, get, get, get some good picks in. There's plenty of good options for the NFL season coming up. UnderdogFantasy.com. All right, back to the predictions here, Judd. Your third and final. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay, I'm going to go into uh, back into the t- territory of college football, not the Gophers, but rather Phil Mackey's favorite team in reality, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Okay. And write this down. Oh, boy. So they play Ohio State on Saturday, all right? Mm-hmm. The Buckeyes are a 17-and-a-half-point favorite against the Irish. Yeah. Ohio State will indeed prevail. They will win, but they will not cover that spread. Okay. So, so the... I found the spread online on, I believe it was Monday, 17 and a half points Notre Dame is getting. Ohio State, they'll win the game, but they won't cover the spread deck. So you're locking okay. in at 17 and a half for this game. Okay. Yes, sir. Right, Write it down. You like writing things down. That's right. My, uh, my, I just, in fact, we found, a, I've had a couple family members who played for Notre Dame, uh, both for Newt Rockney. A, my grandfather played for Newt Rockney. And then uh, a few years before that, one of my cousins played for Newt Rockney. And uh, we found a family photo, Clipper Smith, Maurice Clipper Smith is the name of my cousin. And there is a photo of him. It's like one of the last photos ever taken of Newt Rockney before his plane crash. It's those two guys just like in their little trench coats or whatever, you know, black and white from 100 years ago. Clipper Smith? Mm-hmm. That's a great old school name. Oh, yeah, it is. And here's Clipper, Clipper Smith. The, Clipper the Gipper, Smith. you got the Clipper. Clipper yep. Smith, look at Newt and Clipper. They're having a great time. Everybody was a fullback back in the 1920s. Like <laughs> Battering ram. Just running around here. Yes, hey, Clipper Smith and the boys coming out to face Navy. Notre Dame. Oh. <laughs> they barely saw that that leather helmet right of Clipper Smith flash by as they went for the 80-yard touchdown. What a great day in South Bend. Uh, Declan, your third and final prediction. Uh, speaking of Judd's against the spread, I, I saw this. Um, from Fox Sports, if you remove 2020, the Vikings are 36 and 18 and four against the spread at home. That is the mm-hmm. best figure in the NFL among home teams. So, like at the home, the Vikings typically will cover the spread. Um, there are one and a half point favorites, or one and a, sure. the spread's one and a half points against the Packers in Week One. Um, but I'm going to say this one instead because I was going to try to quantify that in a bigger way, but it got too confusing, and I didn't want to try to track all these. So I'll say this instead. Right now, the over-under in that game in Week 1 was 48 points per DraftKings, as of August 31st, too, by the way. I'm sure it could move. But as of August 31st, the over-under for the Vikings and Packers is 48 points. I will say the Vikings-Packers games will, will be 48 points or under. So I want, I want the push, too. If it pushes, I still want the credit here. So it'll be 48 points or under in week one against uh, the Packers. Okay. Right this All right, my, my third and final here is uh, I was watching one of the ESPN shows this morning, and they, they showed some quote from Jerry Jones saying, we underachieved last season, and I don't want to dwell on it, but I want to sear it into our brains that we did not go far enough last season. I want us to make the playoffs and go deep far into the playoffs, which means like probably NFC championship game or Mm -hmm. bust, right? Mike McCarthy (laughs) will no longer be coaching the Dallas Cowboys in the month of January. So whether they get as far as they want to or not, it will not include Mike McCarthy 
January 1st or beyond. So I'm saying he will get fired before the calendar year turns to 2023. So- or step down in some form, whatever. But Mike McCarthy will not be the Dallas Cowboys coach on January 1st, 2023. And week uh, 18 is when now? It's in it's the second week of January, two, right? I think they play yeah. two, like one, for sure one, maybe two games in January. Okay. Yeah. I think it's two games in January. Dude, they had 37 penalties in the preseason. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Sean Payton is going to do a great job there. He is. Awesome. Why don't they just have him take over in January or in December? Just just get out. No, because he's probably like like you know traveling and stuff. Bahamas a little bit for Sean Payton. I bet he's gonna enjoy this year off. He's been coaching forever, but he'll do a good job there. Yeah, and Mike McCarthy. It's lost his fastball. I feel like a long time ago now. Don't you? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Bucks. He did have a fastball. They had the Bucks, Bengals, Giants, Commanders, Rams in their first like five six games. If that's like a one and four start. He gone, and then you can hire my guy Kellen Moore. Take him, do that. I actually think Dan Quinn would get the in- interim job there. Yeah, they would. They would stable. Oh. They'd stabilize with Dan Quinn because he's been there. They before. like Dan Quinn a lot. I just think that that the temptation of Sean Payton is going to be too great for yep. Jerry to pass up. So there you have it. Those are your write that down predictions. Your down. accountability session here on Purple Daily. Uh oh, we got breaking news. Got some breaking news here as we transition. Perfect timing. The Browns are claiming Kellen Mond. The Cleveland Browns will claim Kellen Mond. Interesting. Okay. Per uh, Brad. So he's on. So he'll be on their fifty-three. That's what's happening here. Mond is going to be on the Browns' fifty-three man roster. Yeah. Yeah, you can't claim for a practice squad position. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, Kevin Stefanski never worked with him. Yeah. I was thinking. My first thought was like, oh, maybe they know, but they missed each other by a couple years. So, but there's, listen, he was a, he was a fairly highly, he was one of the five or six best quarterbacks in that draft class. So, you know, there's two or three teams out there that said, God, we had that guy pretty high on our board. Let's bring him in. He's available. Okay. Also, the Bears have claimed Armand Watts as well. So Armand Watts staying in the NFC North. So some waiver claims coming in here. That's not ideal. I mean, Watts isn't great, but I'd prefer he would have been. If I'm the Vikings, I prefer he would have been claimed um, outside the division. Uh, The 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 Bears, though, man, the Bears are going to win four games this season with or without Armand Watts. The Bears do suck. You are. I'd rather the Bears claim him than the Packers. I guess. Um, The Kellamon thing's intriguing. So my guess is this: uh, if I'm not mistaken, Stefanski and Clint Kubiak were very, very tight, and I think it was Clinton Gary that pushed for Mond. So I bet. Because, like, there's no way that Zim would be like, hey, Kevin here. I was just kidding. I love Kellen Mond. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, Spielman and Stefanski were tight, but I know that he and Clint and the Kubiaks were really tight. So this must be a Kubiak suggestion. So what is right now the Browns starting quarterback is Jacoby Brissett, right? Correct. So it's, and I don't know who their next quarterback is, but they, because they didn't, they just release Josh Rosen. So do they, I'm, you know, I could probably just look this up, but. Is their quarterback room now Jacoby Brissett, Kellen Mond? I'd have to look. And then I don't know who their third one is, and then, and then they wait for Deshaun Watson to come back. So, interesting. We don't have to derail the show to, to yes. find out who's in the Browns quarterback room. But it's not Browns daily, Phil. Let's, uh, yeah, you can go find that on a different podcast. But let's get into kind of what the Vikings are up to. Do you sense, so yesterday they, you know, they, they traded Jesse Davis to the Steelers for a conditional seventh rounder, so they cleared out a veteran that was competing for a starting spot, and they cleared out like $2.7 million in cap space. Yep. They cut Armand Watts, and he goes and gets claimed by the Bears. 
They trade for former second round pick a couple of years ago, Texans defensive tackle Ross Blacklock, who has has been a pretty big disappointment according to Pro Football Focus. Just awful against the run, maybe passable in in, in pass rush. So their current offensive linemen on the fifty three. There's ten of them: Darisaw, Cleveland, Bradbury, Ingram, O'Neill are your starters. Blake Brandle, Vidarian Lowe, Chris Reed, Austin Schlotman, Oli Udo are your five backups. What are they doing, though? Do you, you sense that they might be up to something here in the next couple weeks? Uh, yeah, well, one is, I, I guess immediately, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, and the waiver claim process, I think, started at um, 11 a.m. as we record this on Wednesday. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be surprised if they claim a center. Now, this partially depends on what they think of Schlotman. I think Schlotman is a backup, and I think Schlotman is a backup swing guy. Um, Reed, same sort of thing. I just... I refuse to believe that a team that yesterday basically looked at a lot of guys on the depth chart who, who were Spielman guys and said, you know what, uh-uh, not going to work. I refuse to believe that they are wed to Garrett Bradbury. It just makes no sense. Like, like it flies in the face of everything they did, which is to yeah. say, you know what, yes, you've got some good players that we trust, but you also have a lot of what we consider to be replaceable liabilities, Right. So my first thing is, I think that there's a very good chance that they that it's not going to be a big name, but that they actually start to try and explore the possibilities at center. So if Garrett Bradbury gets worked in the first two games, entirely possible that there is a bailout plan. My second thought process is this: I know I know this for certain. The Watts move, which again is in the bigger picture, and this goes back to the decision on punter creating salary cap room. The Watts move definitely lends itself to another move that's got to be coming. Because, Phil, to your point, Ross Blacklock is not the answer there. He's probably a situational guy, but he's been sort of a bust. He doesn't start much, and he can't stop the run. And this Mm -hmm. team a year ago was terrible against the the run. Um, Now, this could mean potentially signing Indomitian and Sue after week one when his salary wouldn't be guaranteed, and now you've freed up some cap room there. Um, But I can tell you... That when we're talking about the base three four defense, Tomlinson and Phillips are definitely established starters there. But now with Watts gone, there is an opening being held or being explored for someone, and I refuse to believe that that is suddenly Blacklock. Yep. And so Adam Schefter just put out a screenshot of all the waiver claims that were made as the waiver period opens up here for the first time. The Vikings did the the Bears claimed six players, by the way, including also, in addition to Armand Watts, um, Alex Leatherwood, the Alabama <laughs> offensive tackle. That, by the, the way, the I Raiders. love that name. It's a great it's name. Good He's name. not That's been very good. Old football game, Alex Leatherwood, and, and and a few other guys. The Vikings did not wind up. I don't know that if they put a claim in on anyone, but there's you know there's an order process here, yes. but they did not wind up with any players. Uh, Houston, by the way, the Texans claimed Tyler Johnson, former Gophers wide receiver that uh, Tampa yes. Bay released. Yes. So may- maybe the Vikings put a couple claims in and just came up empty here. But uh, they did not wind up with any players through the first round of waivers. So I-, I would think that free agency, which again, like if you're going to bring in Indomitian uh, Sioux, then that's been a conversation. You know, there's been reports that, you know, the Vikings are one of maybe two or three teams. The Raiders are on that list. That's been a conversation going back at least a month or two months. But you're probably not going to make that move until after the first game is played, correct? Because right. then it becomes a non-guaranteed contract. 
Yes. So um, uh, here's another one here. This news is coming fast and furious. Tristan Jackson, Mr. Mankato uh, finalist, wide receiver, is going to join the Vikings practice squad after clearing waivers. So Good. this is today's the day, too, where the Vikings are going to start to officially fill out their practice squad. Yep. But um, so but their their options now are I mean they could still claim some players and there's still players that are or I guess they could sign players, um that are that are just sort of cut by the wayside. But it's either veteran free agents like Sue that you might not pull the trigger on until after week one, or trades are still a possibility here in the next uh, week or so. One thing I liked a lot about what they did because I definitely question the fact that that. Uh, Quasi O'Connell and company, when they got here and really through the summer stood pat, like there's a lot of guys back. Um, and I know that there's some talent back for sure. Mm-hmm. But one thing I liked that they did yesterday, and Phil, to backtrack to what you said about a couple of things, which is he might not have gone about it in the best way possible, but Zimmer was right. There's another one to add now, which is what Zimmer told Joe Schmidt last summer before the season started was this. I like the top of our roster. The back half, I don't really trust. Well, guess what? Crazy and O'Connell basically um, backed up Mike with what they did yesterday, which was, and, and I like it because of this. Um, This is going to sound bad. And I don't mean it to, but. Loyalty in sports is important to a certain degree, but in football, it's a very difficult thing. Yeah. Uh, you can't fall in love with your draft picks and your players because they age out so quickly. And quite frankly, some are just busts. And they might be really good guys, but they're busts. Um, what I saw yesterday, and I have no idea if this is like going to work out perfectly, but I like, I like the emphasis. What I saw yesterday was a Wall Street-type day of bloodshed <laughs> on the roster. Um. And look, if they felt the way that they clearly did about a lot of Spielman draft picks, then good for them. Those guys, and and, and look, they gave them a chance, right? Entire training camp, preseason. So it's not like they came in and it's like, you suck, you suck, you suck. Mm -hmm. They basically gave them a chance. um, But, you know, Quasi methodically carried out the equivalent of a football roster hit to the bottom of a roster that, that a year ago, Zimmer had said specifically, I don't trust. I like that because it's not simple. It's probably difficult. It creates some question marks. But if you feel that that, that the second half of your roster needs to be changed, uh, and there's some risk there, but if you feel, you know what, this side of the roster, which, by the way, is like a ton of special teams guys, they're, they're important guys, isn't capable of doing their job, they need to go, and there's no question. If you look at the bloodshed on that roster, they decided a lot of guys had to go. I appreciate that. Yeah, and some of it is just scheme fit. Some of these players were drafted to a different scheme, whether it was in 2019, 20, or 2021, and um, and so there was going to be some of this. We're also getting more reports here of what the Vikings practice squad is going to look like. It's all kind of trickling out. Chris Thomas from the Pioneer Press is all over this here. So right now, and how many spots are there now? Is it 10? 16 now. 16. Six six can go to veterans. That's right. um, And I think 10 can go to guys with two or fewer years experience, something like that. Okay. 
So the the traditional 10, and then there's six extra potential veteran spots. Like Mannion or somebody, yes. We know, according to Chris Thomason, that tight end Nick Muse is on the practice squad, center Josh Sokol, and wide receiver Tristan Jackson. Okay. So those guys all make some sense, and we'll see what the others look like. Um, I got to, I, I, I want to bring something up from yesterday's show and some social media interactions I had here in just a second. I got to, I got a barrage of people calling me an idiot. Well, Not shocking yesterday. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're wrong. But I you just or me? Wanna, well, mostly me, but I think maybe drive by by association you. Oh. But uh, before we get into that, let's oh. uh, let's cheers to the season here. Surly is back. They've got the Before I Die Tall Boy oh. cans inside U.S. Bank Stadium. It's kind of fun for us to see the you know the main rallying cry of this show on a can inside U.S. Bank Stadium, Judge. Amen, brother. Exactly right. And yes, uh, starting September 11th for the opener against the Packers, U.S. Bank Stadium all season long before I die, which is just one of many, many, may I say this, great beers from our friends at at Surly. You include the Logic Bomb, the uh, Supremes, which of course are going to be around for the rest of the summer, the Furious, which is always there because it's delicious, and then the Fall Beer. So, yeah, Surly, we appreciate their support. It's fantastic. Um, uh, please buy that, buy their beers. But you know what? Buy their beers because their beers are some of the best beers around. I'm going to tell you right now, even if I didn't endorse them, I'd drink them. Surly is that good. And before I die, yes. That is not just now the purple daily theme for the Vikings. It is also a beer that you can sip on and enjoy. And it is, like all Surly Brewing products, delicious. Uh, Dex, also, it's a uh, fall golf season is, is upon us here now that we're kind of getting past Labor Day. And, uh, there aren't many better fall golf scenic places to oh. golf than the Meadows at Mystic. It's a great place to golf. You can book your T-Tam at golfatmeadows.com to learn more. Also, uh, they have a great metals patio bar and grill. So when when you're done with that round or you're like me, before your round starts, maybe you want to get a nice little cold one down before you tee off on hole one, you can do that at Meadows at Mystic Lake. You can book your tee times now and enjoy that fall golf and that late summer golf weather. We got some heat this week. Got some fall uh, golf weather coming up this weekend as well. Book your tee time now. Golfthemeadows.com to learn more. So I brought this up yesterday and I tweeted this out. And I'll, and I'll just give you the backdrop of sometimes... It is not, we don't view it as our job on this show to tell you what you want to hear all the time. We pride ourselves on being honest and delivering our opinions, even if the opinions are negative or maybe, you know, not uh, riding the roller coaster of optimism always. Okay. And I think, I think us being honest and calling it like it is is woven into the fabric of this show. And I think it's appealing to a lot of people. But sometimes we tell you the things that you don't want to hear. Like Judd spent the entire training camp portion feeding you your medicine and, and making you eat your broccoli on Kellen Mond. Guys, you kept saying, guys, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy. He's not the backup. You can't put him into an NFL game. Judd, quit being so negative. Judd, you're just, you're bullying Kellen Mond, right? And uh, in the end, you weren't like you weren't. Trying to be a bully or negative, you were just observing and and giving our audience your thoughts from you know watching practice on a daily basis. And uh, yesterday, I I said on the show and on on Twitter, we've spent the entire off season as a fan base, the Vikings themselves. They're not super overt about it, but like the, the tone coming out of the Vikings organization is that Mike Zimmer was a problem, 
And Mike Zimmer was the cancer that needed to be cut out of this thing. And there is some truth to that. I am not denying that. But the way that we have gone so far down that path, and you know, then you then you get to the end of training camp and, and cuts come in, and uh, Mike Zimmer turned out to be right about the 2021 draft class in a lot of spots. He turned out to be right about Kellen Mond. Should he have handled it the way that he did after that Packers game? No, but he was right. He was right about Kellen Mond. He was right about Wyatt Davis. He's been right about some other things. And one of the biggest things that, and again, he hasn't been super frontal about this publicly, but in reports, some of the things that Zimmer has told people behind the scenes, did not get along very well with Kirk Cousins. He told everyone four years ago, I'm going to get fired if we sign a non-elite quarterback to a big money contract. Now, should he have embraced it more? Yes. Should he have done a better job building the relationship? Yes. But ultimately, he always felt like Cousins wasn't the guy. There was something missing from a leadership standpoint. There was something missing, just various on-the-field components, and he never bought, believed or bought into Kirk Cousins at the level that most coaches buy into their quarterbacks. And all I pointed out yesterday was, well, he wasn't wrong about everything. He was wrong about a few things here and there, for sure. Probably wrong in the way that he treated some certain people, but he was right about these things as they pertain to the 2021 draft class, will he also be right about Kirk Cousins? Just a question. Mm-hmm. And it is a triggering question for a lot of Vikings fans. Like, how? Di- why, why are you even... Mike Zimmer got fired for a reason. I agree. I agree he got fired for a reason. <laughs> yes. But all I'm saying is, one of the biggest things that he was not happy about was the starting quarterback making that much money and not doing enough to carry the team and not being the greatest leader and stuff. Like, that's how Mike Zimmer felt. Right. Maybe Kevin O'Connell comes in and turns it all around, and he's the one that clicks with Kirk Cousins. But it is still an open question for his entire career whether you can win more than nine games, ten games, and go beyond the first round of the playoffs with Kirk Cousins as your starting quarterback. Right. So I'm just merely floating it out there, right? Well, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just maybe you don't want to hear it as a fan, but Mike Zimmer was right about some things. Maybe he was right about Cousins. We will find out this season. I feel like the people that watch and consume this show don't act, like they, they agree with your point. It's um, a question. It's a question, and we'll right, see. Right, but it's an interesting one. And, and but I feel I feel like the majority of people that that like our show are probably like, yeah. Because I've called it. It's a grand experiment. Like, you are literally taking O'Connell, who worked with Kirk, um, not super successfully, but but it, and now is back and thinks, okay, I can, I can get fr- from him what no head coach consistently before has. So it's a very fair question. Um, I think part of the problem, though, is, is, you know, in certain places throughout the course of training camp, we're being contradicted by people who are like, you know, I, I was told for a fact that, that there is a, a host in this town of a very popular nine to noon show who was talking about how great Mond was after that first game and saying Mond might be the guy. This is great. This is great. And, and you know, and now it's like, how dare you question Kirk? And I think that that is a byproduct of Twitter and people that don't necessarily consume our show, but people who consume you on Twitter and then think, you know, oh, I've been told that Phil Mackey is an idiot. He's wrong. Well, he is um, an idiot. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, Nothing's changed there. <laughs> you're an idiot on different things, but I don't feel like you're a complete moron in sports. Um, wow, thank you. And so I think yeah, that that's, I think, but I think the issue is that there's not enough people in the media. So I'm not going to point finger at fans, I'm actually going to point it back at us in our business who probably ask the questions. But there is no doubt that the Kirk Cousins experiment is the grand experiment. 
Because if you can ever marry the statistical success and the ability with that chip that we all think as of right now is missing, you got a hell of a player. So if they're right, congratulations. That's awesome. But until that question is answered definitively, yeah, it's one of the, it, it is, I think, under the radar because it's probably not a big national story. It is one of like the top questions, in my opinion, in this league this year. Like if you really think that you can make him uh, Matthew Stafford, that's a hell of a story. That's mm-hmm. a hell of a question. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the season. I'm looking forward to Rogers v. Cousins in week oh. one. Absolutely. And there's been a lot of great positive things in the eight, nine months, well, eight-month offseason. But now the games start, and um, we will see what all of this looks like in the in the actual games themselves. So a shout-out to our friends at Federated, too, for basically being a great offensive line for businesses out there, for protecting against risks on the horizon, protecting your blind side here and there. You know, Federated's been around for over 100 years providing risk management tools and resources to businesses. And you can find a full list of industries that they work with on federatedinsurance.com, where uh, it's our business to protect yours. So, all right, dudes. Boy, we are uh, next. So next week, Alex Boone's coming back next week. Booney and I are going to spearhead a weekly uh, bonus episode, Trenches with Alex Boone. And you guys are going to jump in here and there, too. We're just trying to figure out recording schedules. Because he's running this uh, offensive line training company. But, yes, Alex Boone returns next week to Purple Daily. Uh, Declan and Realistic Randy are off to the races every single Monday. You can find an episode yesterday. Uh, Before We Die with Jesse and Thor on Mondays and Thursdays. you got Judd and Chipper with Access Vikings. So uh, we've got you covered with uh, 11-plus episodes every week of the flagship Purple Daily and some of our spinoff podcasts, which you can find, again, anywhere that you consume Purple Daily, any podcast feed, and the YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah, click click uh, the subscribe button on that YouTube channel so we can help spread the word about this Vikings fan community that you are helping us build. All right, boys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Be back at it tomorrow. Bill, Judd, Dax, see you guys. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just 3 bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hour. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all the card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.